Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greetings, fans of the esoteric. It is I, Magenta, and him, Bernard. Hello, hello, it is him, Bernard, me. Yes, and I realized something earlier today. Can we have some mysterious music at this point? Yes, certainly, yes, of course. Yes, yes, something came to me in a dream, a waking dream, as I was not asleep. I was eating a sausage roll. A waking dream? Like a vision? Yes, exactly. A vision inside my mind. Right. right. Is that that a bit like having a thought, then? It's more involved than just thinking, Bernard. I have an open channel to the spirit world, you know that. So occasionally, I receive messages. Who was it from this time? Well, it was from... um, uh, They didn't give me a name. What is this? The Spanish Inquisition? Do you want to hear the content of the waking dream or not? Yes, 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 I'm all ears. Mm. The vision said, You've got some letters from fans in your inbox, Magenta. (gasps) A handy notification from another plane of existence. Exactly that. So I went to look, and there they were. Emails. Some of them from rather a long time ago. Uh, Weren't we going to crack on with the adventure story thing? Well, the People Need a Letters episode, Bernard. Specifically four people who sent the letters. Some of them a very long time ago. So that's what we're doing. We're doing not bibliomancy this time. We're going to use the cat cards. Ah, the cat cards. Yes, which is another form of divination. Very Very, ancient, yes. Very powerful, the cat cards. Yeah, so for this first letter, it's either from Stacey or Grisbock. (laughs) Grisbock? Yes, well, you see... The email address uh, said Stacy, but the sign-off in the letter was Grisbock. Right. Well, I think we should probably call them Grisbock then in that case. Yes. Um, are we saying it right? I'm not sure. Do do write in again, uh, Stacy or Grisbock, yes. uh, if, if that is the, not the correct, correct pronunciation of Grisbock. Grisbock. So it's uh, so Grisbock from Connecticut, USA. <laughs> Connecticut. 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 I'm. We're English, Bernard. We have to pronounce all the C's. It's I, I, yes, I Connecticut. don't. Connecticut. 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 So, Grisbock from Connecticut, USA, has asked you, Bernard, to read it as Noel Fielding. So they know right. Noel Fielding, do they, in the USA? Noel Fielding, yes. I, I imagine many might be familiar with Noel Fielding from The Mighty Boosh or, or more recently, The Great British Bake Off. Oh, is... yes, yes, yes. And he has tremendous jumpers. He does. Or sweaters, if we're going to be... 
American. Yes, excellent sweaters, jumpers, and and tight trousers and Cuban heels. Why are they called sweaters? It makes it sound like you sweat in them. It's pretty. I've always wondered about that. I mean, it's very literal, isn't it? Yes, and sneakers, like you're sneaking around. Yes. Yes, because we call them trainers. You see. Yeah. So you, but you do train, I suppose. Well, I'm not. Trainers. I don't do much training. No. You, 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 you're, are you more likely to sneak or to train? I'm more likely to sneak, actually, so I'll call them sneakers. All right, well, from now on in or, our house. Then. Or maybe they're all loafers, because I do a lot of loafing. There you go, there you go. And also I like bread. Yes. So, all right, all right, get on with it, Bernard. All right, Let's so, keep this going, okay, keep the energy up. So I'm reading yes. this as Noel Fielding. How do you, how do, you do, Noel, Bernard? Well, he, he's sort of, he's a long way forward in the mouth like that. He's sort of uh, like a bit kind of like, like a relaxed mate. goose. A, re- a relaxed goose, yes, all yes. right. Dear Magenta, I'm asking a couple of questions about my dog Elvis. Oh, that is something Noel Fielding would say, isn't it? Yeah, my mm. dog Elvis. I inherited him from my grandmother when she passed away seven-ish years ago. They were inseparable. Does he still miss her? Does she watch him from the other side? And do ghosts have dementia? Or is that something that gets fixed when you stop having a body? Oh my God, this is exactly like having Noel Fielding in the room. And not just because of your acting either. He has Bernard. to occasionally do his laugh. His <laughs> does a big laugh like that. Yes. Was he a cat in a past life? He catches mice and likes to lay in the sun all day. He hates baths and the cold. Also, Grandma was a cat lady. Why does Elvis like to lick my partner but not me? By the way, Elvis isn't his original name. My brother came home with him one day and mum named him Little Shit because she didn't want a dog. Grandma came to visit and his name was shortened to L.S. Grandma was a bit hard of hearing, so L.S. became Elvis when she cabbaged onto him. Is this letter actually from Noel Fielding? It does sound like it, doesn't it? It's very much his, his sort of lexicon of... Uh... Of words and his sort of wittering and yes. his, his, his meandering down avenues. Yes, it does sound like it might actually be no. And more. cabbaging onto someone—that's not a phrase, is it? You cotton onto something, don't you? <laughs> I do like cabbaging onto someone. Ca- you're best. cabbaging on all the time. I'm just trying to—I'm just trying to imagine where the phrase cabbaging onto someone came from. Is it like the Cabbage Patch toys? The, you know, the Cabbage which Patch were Kids. Babies that came out of cabbage patches. Yes. Out of actual cabbages. Where did that idea come from? I mean, uh, there's a lot of very strange drug fueled marketing meetings going on there, isn't there? Yes, I mean, cabbage. What is the association with children? I can imagine a stalk based thing because we all know about stalks, but where did cabbage. Cabbages are the least sexy vegetable as well. They're one of the least sexy vegetables. Very tasty, but they emit the odour of farts when you boil them. Yes. Some people might be into that. I mean, I don't mind it. <laughs> it reminds me of my grandmother, strangely. <laughs> so it gives me that warm nostalgia of being in a room of farts. Anyway, so what a rich letter from Grisbock, full of very complex esoteric questions, in fact, <laughs> if you dig into it. Luckily, I do have all the answers. But let's give the spirits a chance to answer instead, so hopefully we'll channel one who knows what they're talking about, which is a bit like stopping a random in the street and hoping they're the king of Prussia. But never mind, we might get lucky. So let's take the questions one at a time. And Bernard, you've got the cat cards. I do, yes. So this is a series of cards with uh, cats printed on them and also uh, films and TV shows and also it's it's basically Pictionary, isn't yes, it? Yes, the idea is that... Uh, yeah, you... It's cat-based Pictionary. Yes. We don't need to explain it again. So it's a film, a profession or a person 
uh, or uh, a captivity, an activity. On each card. On so we'll read card. all three, shall we, Bernard? Yes, why yes. not? Let's all right, so the first question is, does Elvis still miss Grandma and does she watch him from the other side? All right, so all right. would you like me to draw from the pack of yes, card cards? Yes, yes, let's uh, have a go. Does Elvis still miss Grandma? So the answers are Big Hero 6, Ooh. Car Mechanic, Ooh. and Getting a Tattoo. <laughs> Big Hero 6, well, probably the weakest of the... Uh, also, people love it. Yes, people do, don't they? But they are, they are wrong it's about baffling. that. It's baffling. Why do they love it so much? And also, did they re- do they have to kill off a family member every time? Oh, so God, depressing. Yes. Every time it starts with the, the, the death of, a, of basically the person's rock. Yes, it's like it's the just, only way to do any character development in these it's films. It's a shortcut to your heart, basically, isn't it? it? Is. Oh, look, isn't this sad? Well, of course it's bloody sad. Oh, but that's interesting, isn't it? Because this is a question about grandma passing on. Oh, that's true. And that being the dog's rock. Yes. So in the film, does uh, is the, it is the, it the brother? It's the older brother. Absolutely of the main horrific. I mean, normally they at least kill off someone who's you know middle aged, even <laughs> if they look about twenty five. because yes. it's a parent normally, isn't yes. it? Yes. Yes. I mean, it's still tragic, but the older brother, bloody hellfire. I mean, he's only sort of 18 or 19 oh, or something. God, awful. I mean, it ruined it for me. It yes. was worse than Bambi's mother being shot. None of them get a disease. Have you noticed? No, it's never slow, is it? No. No, they never have the... <laughs> no. Apart, apart from up, I suppose, which oh, you just God. watch. Oh, and they put her through the rigor, didn't they? They really do, yeah. Infertility and uh, never getting to travel, even though that was her dream, and then they just kill her. Yeah, <laughs> just an kill entire her tragic life story in the first five minutes of a family film. So why don't they do the Book of Job next? The yes. Disney film, the Book of Job. Now, that would be quite interesting, wouldn't it? I mean, it wouldn't be that much different from the hell they put their characters through. But anyway, uh, going back to it, so the brother, is there a sense in the film that he's looking over the main character? Uh, well, I think he's. Uh, I think the main character is sort of continuing his legacy. He's uh, an inventor, builds robots and so on. Oh right! Well, there we go. So the dog is continuing. Uh, Elvis is continuing Grandma's legacy. Right. <gasps> and and it said Grandma and uh, Grisbox said Grandma was a cat lady, didn't she? Yes. So her legacy is to do with cats, and the dog is very cat-like. So the right. reason he is continues to be cat-like is because that's Grandma's legacy. Goodness me. It's a weird legacy. We can't all get important legacies, can we? Well, I suppose they don't all have to be important, do they? No, no, and they're important to you, so that makes them important, doesn't it? There you really? go. Yes. Well, I wonder what our legacy will be, Bernard. Probably rather similar. I mean, we, we're quite cat-like, aren't we? But who's going... Oh, and our cats, we have cats. And, yes. And we have Dave the dog as well, although, actually, to be honest, he's gone off on, on an adventure, but that's he's, he's doing. He's doing very good work. Yes, yes. But uh, the cats will continue our legacy of being cat-like. <laughs> what a legacy! <laughs> yes, what a legacy. So, uh, so does she watch him from the other side? She doesn't need to. That'd be a bit boring anyway, wouldn't it? Just staring at the dog. Dogs don't like being stared at either. No, they don't. They get a bit funny, don't they? So she's probably giving him his space and he's just continuing to uh, her legacy in the only way that he can because he's only a dog. What's he supposed to do? Like write a book or something? All right, so let's go on to the next question. Do ghosts have dementia? (laughs) (laughs) Or is that something that gets fixed when you stop having a body? God, imagine... Imagine if you died with a crusty weeping rash and terrible split ends or something, and that's you forever. Well, it's one of those questions, isn't it? I mean, when you when you die and pass on to whatever afterlife you, you feel you pass on to, 
do you sort of go back to being your best self, or is it? Are you sort of lumbered with this terribly inconvenient, you know? Yes. Or should you? Should you at the point where you suspect you're at the fittest and the best looking you've ever been, should you hurl yourself off a cliff? Off yourself there and then. Because then forever you're going to be like that. I mean, it's a high risk, <laughs> high reward strategy. Don't do that. I would just like to say, please don't do that, <laughs> because. Because, I mean, no one knows how ghosts work because no. they're very cagey about it. They don't want to tell you. I mean, you're always asking, aren't you? I mean, yeah, yes, yes. But they, they'll never say. And who? how is it decided who gets to be a ghost anyway? It's mainly Victorian ladies and headless horsemen, isn't it? That seems to be the trend. I mean, why do they get special attention? And the ones who come through mediums, why do they never say anything interesting? Tell us the meaning of life, you idiots! Or next week's lottery numbers, because time time and space and all that gets sort of like mixed up, as far as I can tell, in the yeah. soup. The universal soup. So they should know next week's lottery numbers, and they never tell you that, do they? Yes. No. So, uh, there's your answer. <laughs> I mean, we could ask them again. Shall we ask the cat cards? Yeah, sure. Yes. So, what happens to the your physical ailments including neurological disorders, <laughs> when you die. All right, so the answers here are men in black, Ooh. Uh, used car salesman, Ooh. and pillow fight. Well, I mean, my, my intuition goes used car salesman because used cars get fixed up a bit, don't they? That's true, yes. Like you sell your car to a used car salesman and they fix it up and then they pass it on. Yes, and, and and if you're buying a used car, you might get a bit of a bargain. And you also get a story, like you might find something That's down true. the crevices, yes. some crumbs from the previous owner. Yes, not not just the the sort of the uh, you know, the provenance, you know, the sort of sentimental value, but you might literally find, you know, a huge wad of cash. I mean, that doesn't happen very often, does not it? Not very often, but... It's uh, more often crumbs. Yes, I suppose so. But uh, that seems to suggest that the answer is reincarnation. Right. <laughs> yes. So we've just... I mean, that's quite a solid answer there, so I think we should uh, stick with it. Let's leave it there. Good. I'm glad we solved that for everyone. Apart yes. from the only ones who don't get reincarnated are headless horsemen and Victorian ladies. What a raw deal. Maybe they don't want it. It's quite fun, I suppose, being a headless horseman. Is it? Yes, well, I imagine, you know, you do a lot of rampaging around, going ha-ha, and uh, t terrifying... <laughs> How do you go ha-ha when you don't have a head? But you, you sort of, you know, uh, let your horse sort of rear back on its hind legs, looking very dramatic, there's a, uh, a flash of lightning, you sort of mime ha-ha. Anyway, so next question, was Elvis a cat in a past life, and why does Elvis like to lick my partner, but not me? Okay, well, I think we've answered the Elvis cat thing. We have, yes. So Elvis is a cat... Cat-like for your grandma's legacy. Why does Elvis like to lick my partner but not me? What do the cards say? The cards, the cards say, say the hangover. Oh. Buzz Lightyear. Oh. And flossing your teeth. Oh, well, I mean, the first and the last spring out to me. Really? Yeah, so your partner... Uh, so when you're hungover, you tend to sweat out a lot of things, don't you? Yes, that's like true. Like, if, if you've had a kebab the night before, it oh, kind of yes. comes through your pores, doesn't it? Gosh, yes, your garlic P -O -R -E -S, sauce. P-O-R-E-S, not your pores in other ways. Uh, and because I'm uh, presuming Elvis isn't the one with a hangover here, it's the partner. Mm. So the partner maybe has an inclination to sweat out what he's been eating or she's been eating. Right. Uh, or they've been eating. And what was the last one? There was uh, another one. Uh, uh, flossing your teeth. Flossing your teeth. Well, when you floss your teeth, you get out little chunks of food, don't you? Yes, it's very good for you. So, in a way, he's just flossing your partner. Right. There we go, with his tongue. There you go. So, I don't think you tend to have as many chunks of food on you. Yeah. So, there we go. 
I think that was pretty involved, wasn't it? Yes. Maybe uh, too involved. Yes. So next letter, Kristen from Texas wants your normal speaking voice, Bernard. Oh, goodness. She says she likes it a lot. Oh, how novel. Yes, I know. It's, uh, I'm just a flirting, I think. I'm not very comfortable with that, Kristen. But never mind. Let's keep going. All right. Uh, so, uh, so Try and do your sexiest voice, Bernard. As yourself, obviously. My, but my Bernard's sexiest when voice. When you're being sexy, what All do you right. sound like? Okay. Okay. Hmm. I have had a mysterious problem lately. Oh, God. Two of my protective-slash-good-fortune bracelets have broken in the last week. And here's the really strange part. They were both gifts from the same person. This person is no longer in my life, as the friendship soured and she moved away. Our backgrounds were just too different. Magenta, what is going on? Do I need to put up some extra spiritual protection of some kind? I do look forward to hearing from you. Take care. Kristen from Texas. Oh, I enjoy a letter about friendship gone sour. Yes. Yes, bit of drama. And what do you think our backgrounds were two different means? Do you think Kristen was raised by wolves or something and her friend was... That's know. interesting, isn't it? Because it doesn't suggest that, you know, there was a, a sort of a split in their lives and, you know, they moved in different directions. Their backgrounds were two different. Yes, yeah, so it emerged over time. So it wasn't like a dramatic uh, break because of something terrible one of them did. Yes, but something very fundamentally different about the pair of them. Yes, yes. So if Kristen was wa- raised by wolves and she was used to eating from ground floor, for instance, it yes. just got too much for the friend who was like, no, use a knife and fork. Yes, well, she was raised by eagles and was used to hunting from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they take things down on the ground. That's true, eagles? yes, they do. So you could have you could have had that as your common ground. Yes, but uh, although Kristen hasn't specified that one. Oh, that's true. Oh, yes. No, we are jumping to conclusions. We shouldn't do that yet. Yes, we should ask yes. the cards first. Yes, let's ask the cards. So it's about the fortune break- bracelets that are broken All from right. this person. So this person gave them two fortune bracelets. They did. That's weird. Who gives their friends gifts? It's like double bagging <laughs> on the fortune. Really, yes. really securing fortune. I mean, it's a bit weird, isn't it? Both gifts of protective bracelets. Like, you're going to need this, love. Is is a protective bracelet. Yes, what did she know? Maybe she was protecting Kristen and Kristen didn't appreciate it. Oh and now that this person has moved, <gasps> this person was a witch. <gasps> and they were secretly trying to protect Kristen and Kristen wouldn't have it. And she was like, no, you move away. You go. I mean, that is a very <laughs> different background. If you've grown up with witchcraft, it's very hard to relate to someone who hasn't grown up with witchcraft. Yes. And did she move away, this fringe? Or did she have to go somewhere oh, very mysterious? A quest. A quest. A quest to protect you, Kristen, and you've just not appreciated it at all. Well, shall we see what the cards have oh, to yes, say? Yes, let's see. So what the, cards uh, the cards say Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. <gasps> Goodness. Tooth Fairy. Oh. <laughs> and Giving Birth. Oh, oh. Oh. All very emotive oh. subjects. <laughs> Well, I, I rather think this is why the friend moved away, isn't it? What was the first one again? Uh, no, Willy, Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka in okay, the Chocolate well, Factory. Willy Wonka was the most sinister figure in children's literature. Terrifying. Absolutely awful. Sadistic. I mean, he had essentially a murder factory. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Freddy Krueger. <laughs> yes. Filled with slaves. Yes. Creepy slaves. Yes. I mean, it's not their fault they're creepy. No, no, that's not to say nothing of the Oompa Loompas themselves, but it, it's it's a bit of a strange system overall, isn't it? Yes, yes. And then Tooth, Fa- Tooth Fairy, the creepiest of all the fairies. Yes, creeps into your room. One of many sort of uh, fairies who creep into your room. Yes. That does It does seem to be a thing that a lot of fairies and do. And take your teeth, and as anyone knows, you know, you take a hair off someone or a tooth. 
I mean, yeah. Or an organ. I mean, if this, you're is, go this big. is basic potions 101, isn't it? Yes, exactly. If you want control over the person, then you take their bits of bits of them. Yes. So tooth fairies, it's like they're making a version of you in the other realm in order to control you. Right. Your golem. They're making a golem of you I out see. of your teeth. Mm. Gosh. So yes. this is sort of. What was the other thing? Uh, uh, the, the, the final thing was giving birth. <laughs> They're giving birth to a version of you, basically. So this is all really tying in rather neatly with the, you know what the friend was trying to warn you about, isn't it? Yes, they were either trying to protect you or they were making an effigy of you and giving birth to an effigy of you <laughs> that would then set up a murder factory. Goodness me. <laughs> yes, I know. Or a factory of golems. This is extreme stuff. So, yes, this is absolutely terrifying, Kristen. Either your friend is a, a dark wizard or... Or they were trying to protect you from a dark wizard. Yes. So, anyway, I would get your own protective uh, bracelets. I, yes, make further plans. Or fix them. Just fix them. Why do people not fix things anymore? They just throw them out and get a new one. Fix it. <laughs> there we go. Gosh. That's the most dramatic letter we've ever had. I think it might be. Mm. Okay, new letter. Off you go. All right, so uh, does does this person specify what voice they would like me to uh, read this Well, as? I don't know. So this is from someone called Mackenzie. Right. Uh, and they have a, a cat called Voorhees. Voorhees? Yes. Oh, what an excellent name for a cat. So you can either go Dutch. Right, well, that's presumably named after Jason Voorhees. Yes, who is presumably Dutch. Oh, of Dutch extraction. Does he ever speak? Well, uh, in the later film, I'm not sure. Uh, I, and he my, wears a mask, it'd be all muffled, Well, it? to my eternal shame, I've only ever actually seen the first Friday the 13th, where Jason... I wouldn't feel shame, Bernard. It's, it's not required watching. <laughs> I'm it's not, not like the classics. Sure. Oh, I, there, I guess it is. I know he sort of becomes a sort of trans-dimensional being as the series progresses, in inverted commas, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, I, I don't know that he... We certainly don't hear him speak. He does shout from the lake... In the first Friday the 13th film. Oh, what does he say? Well, you know, he's, he's sort of drowning, isn't he? A flashback sequence. You see his origin story is that he, he drowned in the lake. Does he sound Dutch when he does it? I don't remember him sounding Dutch. Well, just do a Dutch voice. It's uh, Well, I, I can do a sort of gross uh, cartoonish approximation of Dutch for you. Excellent. My dearest madame, my name is Mackenzie, and I'm writing to you and Bernard from New York because I'm hoping that your divine knowledge and experience with the esoteric can help me sort out some things. My amazing boyfriend lives in Wales, and over a year ago we connected and instantly fell in love with each other. As is customary in this case, we will eventually become engaged, married, and with child. My family line is plagued with the genes of twins, and I'm already an absolute emotional wreck of a human who can barely handle her bastard cat. That's Voorhees. Voorhees, yes. Mm. So I would like to know if the universe can tell me, should we be expecting to have twins for our first pregnancy? Lots and lots of love to you all, Mackenzie. And then under the, the email was a, a lovely picture of Voorhees wearing a tiny jumper. Oh, how adorable. It was absolute. I mean, how do you get a cat in a jumper? I don't know. We've tried. That's some, that's some black magic, Mackenzie. Yes, whatever you're doing. Yeah, amazing. Send us some tips. So, right. Uh, so what's the question? Twins. Am I going to have twins? So do the cat card. All right, let's see. The cat card says, say anything. Ooh. Uh, oh, Darth Vader. Ooh. Oh dear, that oh, does no. not... He had twins, didn't he? <laughs> yes, he did. Leo, Luke and Leo. That does not bode very well. Uh, and texting while driving. 
Oh, blimey. Well, I, mean, I mean, the answer's there, isn't the it? The answer's very it's clear. It's the middle one. It's unfortunately the middle. I'm sorry to say, Mackenzie, better uh, better buy two of everything. Yes, although uh, at least it'll be a boy and a girl, so you've got a bit of variety there. Yes. I suppose. And, Don't and let them kiss each other. No, goodness no. me. Because, as we know, I'm not just being weird. Uh, and, and in her... the film, they do kiss each other, don't they? They do in and the And then Empire they find back. out they're twins. So, oh, yes, I suppose what it's saying is... You might want to give one of them away to a farmer. Ah, <laughs> yes. Give give one to a very wealthy senator. Yes. And uh, another to a, a farmer in the arse end of nowhere. Yes, but do tell them that they're related because they might have a kiss at some point. Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There's some good advice. Well, that was nice and brief. Yes. Sometimes I mean, the they... cards are being very good. They are, aren't they? These are these are very, and we're using our psychic intuition as well. So we get three possible answers, yes. and you just feel drawn to one of them, don't you? Well, one of them just presents itself a lot yes, of the time. Yes, yes. Right. Last letter is from Priscilla Autumn, who asks us to please light some candles for your neighbour across the pond, and maybe do the same thing as last time when you were able to get Biden, Biden elected. Biden. <laughs> Biden. <laughs> Briefly forgot what his name was. Did you call Biden? Joe Biden. <laughs> Uh, yes. Did we get him elected? I can't remember I, that. I think we did. I'm pretty sure we sort of, you know, lit some candles and waved some sage. Uh, oh, God, around I really should remember these November things, 2020, I? and then it, it uh, uh, yeah, then, then he won with a, quite a healthy majority, although it did sort of fall apart a little bit in January 6th. Yes, yes, but, well, there's only so much I can do, Bernard. Uh, you, you can't be held responsible for that. I really should remember when I change the course of world events. You though. should. I should make a note. Just give yourself some credit. I don't do that enough. Anyway, so poor old Priscilla, she's having a very bad time and the US is having a very bad time. The whole world is having a bad time, isn't it? Well, I mean, to really, be blunt, yes. it's a bit of a shit show, isn't it? It is. At the moment. So now would be, really be the time for us to start an end of the world cult, wouldn't it? Oh, yes. We've been watching that sort of thing on Netflix. Oh, it's fascinating. Yes, picking up tips, basically. It but, always ends up with the cult leader sort of running away from the police. That's the only downside to that. And that's the reason why we're not going to set up this cult. Is, is, it, because they always go, oh, at the end of the world it's on this date everyone prepare <laughs> brace yourselves oh, oh and give me your money in the meantime yes and everyone marry me yes yes because you know you don't uh, you you won't have long to regret it and then the date comes and of course nothing happens and then they you're... really don't plan ahead do they it's very short-sighted i mean they must know it's not going to end they you must would, you would think or they must have a plan b well they're, they're so arrogant these people aren't they that they never they never have a plan b it seems it's it's insane. They pick a date, and it's clearly them picking the date, going, right, OK, I better sit down with my calendar yes. and figure out when I'm going to tell everyone the world's going to end. So they know it's coming from them, don't they? I mean, they must do. Unless they are actually having visions themselves. Well, I mean, we know it's possible, but it just, it just seems like too much of a coincidence that all of the people, you know, apart from you, my dear, in the world who are gifted with this sort of sight all turn out to be sort of maniacs who, who want everyone to worship them. <laughs> I mean, yes, exactly. Anyway, let's do a final reading. All a right. sort of any advice for anyone struggling out there. Okay, all right. And, and hope the answer is in any way useful, although I can tell you now it won't be. Uh, but hope, right. hope is a thing with wings, isn't it, Bernard? Certainly, yes. Or is that sanitary towels? Uh, well, it's I, both. both. It's both, both. Yes. yes. So uh, the answers are Sharknado. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Stuntman. Right. And Cutting the Umbilical Cord. Right. Well, actually, these. let's go through these one by one. Sharknado. So what's worse than a tornado? 
And what's worse than a shark? A sharknado. A sharknado. However, it's quite an amusing film, so we can have a laugh as everything goes to shit. It's quite a biblical event as well, isn't it? I mean, it's, it sounds like one of the forgotten sort of plagues of Egypt. <laughs> sharknado. <laughs> sharknado. So there will be four horsemen on horseback, yes. obviously. Plague of locusts. Can you be a horseman without a horse? Yes. That's, the that's Hudson the River will turn to blood. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, uh, frogs. Uh, lots of frogs dropping. Yes. Yes. And a sharknado. And a sharknado. <laughs> <laughs> At least there's something to watch. I mean, it's saying there'll be a good old show at yes. the end of the world. Yes. And what was the next thing? Stuntman. Stuntman. Well, the thing about stuntmen is they look like they're on fire or they look like they're falling through a window, but they're fine. Yes, it's all under control. So it looks awful, but maybe it's not going to be that bad. Well, that's an interesting thought. Although I think stuntmen do occasionally have... <laughs> anyway, let's not talk about the mortality rates of stuntmen. Yes. What's the last thing? Cutting the umbilical cord. Well, that's the start of new life, isn't it, Bernard? True. It's that like we've got a whole story here in one card. Exactly. So in a way, we're gestating the beginning of a new life. What a nice way to think about it. Yes. Very optimistic way to think about it. <laughs> Yes, I mean, you got to be, haven't you? Yes. We're birthing a sharknado. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so there we go. So no matter how, uh, yeah, you you get the you get the point. Yes. I, I could have wrapped it up in a sort of Jerry Spring away there, but I don't have the energy. <laughs> <laughs> I think no, that was very I eloquent. I don't have the articulacy. All right, Priscilla, I hope that helped. I hope I hope it helped all of you. It was a very dramatic one today. It was. Quite a lot of fire and brimstone, wasn't it? <laughs> Yes. Sharknadoes. Yes, and dark magicians and mm. what have you. Good fun, though. Oh, yes. I always feel like there should be a topper, like I should say something, like to wrap it all up. You're dealing with some heavy stuff, aren't we? Yes. But but then, you know, you've just said that you don't have the sort of Jerry Springer, uh, you know, gift of the... But I feel like I should. Do you have something, Bernard? Uh, chin up, everyone. Uh, I'm sure it'll be all right. Um... Sharpen those scissors to cut that umbilical cord. There you go. That, that sounds motivational, doesn't mm. it? Or create some kind of structure that would uh, hold up against a sharknado. There you go. That's practical advice and also, you know, a sort of motivational meme. Yes. You can't be a horseman of the apocalypse without a horse. True. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> and horses are nice. Is the horse a ghost as well? Well, I don't know. I imagine the... the uh, so you got Death, uh, who's a skeleton, haven't you? Yes. So he's on a skeletal horse. Yes. Yes. So I assume plague is on a really sick horse. <laughs> <laughs> well, pestilence is a yeah, a really gross sort of like. Oh horse. yeah, it's pestilence. Pestilence, not plague, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's uh, pestilence. War. He's on a wheezing horse. Yes. Uh, war. I was a war horse. A big armored thing. What's the other one? Famine. A, famine. Very skinny horse. <laughs> yes. And then death. Yes. All right. Uh, we'll <laughs> uh, see you next time. Bye now. Goodbye. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. This is I reporting. He's at the Lao Chang restaurant, Changchun, northeastern China. It's uh, spring 1997. Once it started, I'll leave him in Ming's hands. <laughs> That's a joke. Ming doesn't have hands. And what do you do exactly besides dance with strangers? 
I work for the postal service. <laughs> you, you're a, a postman. We're right. Miss Cloutier, what is it? It's just a bit strange. A letter for me from Hong Kong. And there's no stamp. I need stamps to write a dead person? Yep, there's a cost. How much? A pound. A pound of flesh. A pound of you. It seems like a lot. Lift up your shirt! What's that? Just hold this tube over your stomach. We are done Ah! Yeah, this is gonna hurt. What? Nothing! Ah! Ah! The very worst thing that could possibly happen. Sada, please write back. If your letter can find me here, then I think we have a lot to talk about. Saludos, Raúl. The very worst thing that could possibly happen. An audio drama in nine parts, produced by Wolf of the Door Studios. Out now. For more information, please visit wlfdr.com.